0: Welcome into the 615 Sessions podcast. Hope everybody is keeping it together. If you have seen the news for the Tennessee Titans lately, you know that Harold Landry is done for the year with a torn ACL. Obviously, this has significant impact on the defense, and we're going to talk about that today with Teresa Walker of the Associated Press and our buddy John Burton over at News Channel 5. Derrick Henry also got a pay raise Titans adding Josh Gordon. A lot of ground to cover on today's pod. But before we do that, I've got to remind you about the people who make the pod possible. That's Two Rivers Ford. No matter how you like to shop, Two Rivers Ford is always going to make it easy. Whether you want to build your new Ford the way that I did, you can custom order your Ford, Two Rivers Ford will manufacture it and deliver it right to your door. It's like Amazon, but for cars. Or, if you don't know exactly what you want, but you want to keep your options open, Two Rivers Ford has one of the state's largest selection of both new and certified pre-owned vehicles on their lot in Mount Juliet. So check out all they have to offer and their award-winning customer service today, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, or online at tworiversford.com. Let's get to Teresa and JB. Welcome into the 615 Sessions podcast. It's going to be a fun one. Teresa Walker of the Associated Press is here. John Burton, News Channel 5. Uh, I don't know what uh, has been happening with you two this afternoon, but my phone is a shit show because Harold Landry (laughs) tore his ACL and the Titans season, it seems, on the internet is over before it has begun. Teresa, good morning.
1: I I know, and trust me, I just filed my story because I am actually helping downsize my mother-in-law from a three-bedroom, three-bath house, which involves lots of stuff, and uh, luckily a colleague pinged me and is like, you see this? And it's like, uh, many curse words followed, and... uh, (laughs) The laptop came out and I started texting people. And yeah, so my story is in New York being edited as we speak and, and we didn't, you know, and then there's, Oh yeah, there's, they, 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 you know, they've got Josh Gordon on the practice squad now. And yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to tell it, you know, and report saying that they gave, you know, Derek Henry a couple million dollars to make him happy, which, you know, Hey, uh, we, we kind of all thought that there was going to be some money go his way at some point. Right. But that, gets all lost in the Harold Landry situation.
0: Yeah, JB, I mean, I don't I don't know that there's any way around it like they I think significantly it's only one player and there are, okay. you know, they 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 should never be counted out as they weren't last year uh or as they were last year and found ways to survive, but he is their most important pure edge rusher. He's the person outside of Jeff Simmons who you feel best about winning one-on-one consistently and making them special in the ways that we all thought could help keep them competitive in this hugely crowded AFC. I feel significantly worse about the Titans chances this year, just given this one, this one injury. It's a,
2: t- it's a tough injury. And first of all, you just feel bad for Harold, right? I mean, he worked his butt off. He finally got the bag during the offseason and, you know, it looks like he's going to be done for the season. So, yeah, it's listen, we're, you can't sugarcoat it. It's a huge loss for the Titans defense losing Harold Landry. But the good news is, you know, Mike Vrabel and his staff know how to navigate through injuries. We saw that last year. And also, you still got some pretty good outside pass rushers. You still have Bud Dupree, who I think is going to be a monster this year. You have uh, Rashad Weaver, who I think is coming off a great camp. And I think he's ready to, you know, make an impact uh, with this football team and, Thank goodness, David, and then he cleared waivers. I mean, oh, I thought he had a really good camp, too, so maybe he gets plugged in. So uh, y- you got some guys that can still get after the quarterback on this defense, but, yeah, you know, it, there's no two ways about it. Losing Harold Landry is a huge, huge loss, not only for the Titans' defense, but
0: for this Titans' team, for sure. Well, let's and I not, think – go ahead, Teresa. I'm sorry.
1: Let's not forget, Harold Landry had started every game the last three seasons, so aside from the 12 sacks – he has been dependable. He's been there. He's been a guy that you knew was going to be there on game day and, and that's the tough part. But I echo what JB said. You know, the fact that the David uh, not I, I, David A, I'm just going to go with that, uh, that, that, that they've cleared and got him back. Uh, huge move for him. And then Bud Dupree, let's not forget, he told us in June that there was one game all last season where he felt like himself. That was the playoff game where they had nine sacks. So, you know guess what the pressure now does shift to him to help fill that role and then Rashad Weaver you know that's a kid that's motivated because he had a broken leg last year that kept him on the sideline this is opportunity I mean there's a reason why the cliche Wally you know get Wally pipped so uh you know this is going to be Rashad Weaver's opportunity uh to, to take advantage of this
0: well, and Ola Danny has been a a good reserve player for them. He he showed up, I think, several times throughout the course of the preseason. I understand he's working against twos and threes, and things of that nature. But it it's not all doom and gloom, although it is substantial. For no other reason, JB, than I think Harold. I think Harold not only in being a pass rusher, but he's a stand-up linebacker when they run three-four defenses. They drop him into coverage and they bring Elijah Molden or David Long on pressures as a part of that four-man front without having to send an extra guy on blitzes. This was one of the lowest blitzing teams by percentage last year because of their unique ability to get pressure with four. I don't think it's completely blown up now that Harold's gone, but I do think that versatility that Mike Vrabel so much likes and that allows Shane Bowen to operate at a higher level, I do think that we we just saw it get a hatchet taken to it.
2: Yeah, there's no question about it. And that's one of the things that Harold Landry was was working on. He told us during the offseason was, you know, being better in space, being better in pass coverage. And he's certainly a good enough athlete to do it. This this will affect how Shane Bowen approaches his game plan in terms of, you know, when he wants to pressure and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, I kind of echo what Teresa said. You know, guys have to step up. This is a opportunity now for a David Weaver, maybe for a David and any. Who knows? We'll see. And guys have to step up. And again, they did it last year. What they used, 91 different players last year. A bunch of guys got hurt, including your bell cow stud running back. And they still managed to win 12 games. So I can certainly understand. I'm sure Titans Twitter is going crazy right now. Oh, season over. Why are we even playing? But it's one guy. And if there's any coach and coaching staff that can handle losing one guy, it's Mike Vrabel and his staff. So. You know, that's a big reason why he won coach of the year last year. And he'll he'll have to put his, you know, sprinkle his magic dust on uh, whoever replaces Harold Landry for this year.
0: Uh, JB, you were there yet. You were there on uh, Wednesday. Teresa was not. He was in a shitty mood after practice. And now we know why. And now and, we know why. Yeah. And,
1: and now we know why Thursday's practice was canceled. Right. We, we got the email <laughs> saying, oh, they're going to do meetings and conditioning. And it's like when you lose a player like, uh, you know, Harold Landry, it, it, it takes a minute. And And I'll say this. This is the blessing. It happened on a Wednesday this week. You know, the game is still 10 days away, September 11th. So that gives them a chance to catch their breath, you know, make alternate plans, give guys options, and simply, you know, if you remember a year ago, they had the injury to their kicker, Sam Ficken, Ficken, kicking, and on (laughs) a Friday, and suddenly you've got Michael Badgley. So it's like, you know, if that was one and boy, it, did, it sure didn't work out for Badgley. So, you know, so at least you have a chance to, to deal with it, accept it and move on, which is the big help at this point. You don't want an injury, but at least if you're going to have one, this, at least they have a chance to adapt to it at this point and, and, and absorb it.
0: Uh, a football game will be played in 10 days, regardless of who is playing for either side between the Titans and the Giants. All right, Josh Gordon was brought in on the practice squad. They uh, let go of Reggie Robertson, who was one of the 17 players that they put together on the initial practice squad. Obviously, this is roster cut week, and we've all had uh, ample amount of time to expand upon that. I believe, JB, Josh Gordon to be the most irrelevant transaction in the NFL today because that dude is 31. I have not seen him play football in a long time, and I am just preparing myself for a year, a season, Full of twitter mentions that are like is golden Tate going to be activated this week <laughs> exactly
2: buck and the thing about it is you, you look at uh josh gordon he is 31 years old and the chiefs gave up on him on a year they lost tyreek hill so yeah, they, they, they blew up
0: their wide receivers and they said "Now nah, we're good
2: <laughs> right we're good we're good we could we're okay without him and we all know that josh gordon
0: Oh, he muted himself. JB, you muted yourself in the middle of the answer. I don't know how it happened. I
2: don't know how it happened. That Sorry takes about some that. Uh, so <laughs> I don't really put a whole lot into the the Josh Gordon thing. I'm sure fans will be like, oh, this guy can help us. But, you know, people went crazy over Julio Jones last year. How did that turn out? And, you know, I just don't think Josh Gordon has anything left. I mean, it's too bad because if we, you think back to 2013 when he led the NFL in receiving yards. This dude was... DK Metcalf before DK Metcalf. I mean, you talk about a just jacked, chiseled, fast, strong, mean, wide receiver. He's not that anymore. And, you know, we'll see what he's got, but I don't think he's got a whole lot left. Uh,
1: I couldn't agree more. I mean, they're taking a flyer to see just because, but he's on the practice squad. He's not on the regular roster. And I think honestly that move is more because of the fact that racing McMath is put on IR and, you know, changing the IR rules this year, guys, last year, they put 26 guys on IR after the final roster cuts this year, the uh, NFL made a change. You can do that and, and you can only put eight guys on and then bring them back. So it's like, they look at the Titans and it's like, no, we don't want you doing that again this year. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, very, I, I think there was historic precedent for the Titans having to do that, but you yeah. Yeah, I think the NFL took a look at that and and likely agreed. Now, uh, JB brought up, Teresa, the idea that Titans fans would be excited about Josh Gordon, and it's almost hard to fault them because Cody Hollister is your fifth wide receiver on the active roster right now when they only kept five anyway. Um, Des Fitzpatrick not making the roster again as a fourth round pick from 2021. Two years in a row, he's been cut after training camp. The, the the core four, for lack of a better term, Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, NWI, and Kyle Phillips, I think has been consistently a solid group, and, and you feel net positive about that. But in the same way that we are now actively talking about edge depth and pass rush depth, they are paper thin at wide receiver, and there does not appear to be significant help of any kind coming in to kind of bolster that.
1: Well, and that's the thing, but you know what? I'll be honest. I, having seen what we've seen of Burks, and yes, there's been some some highs, some lows, but between Kyle Phillips, Robert Woods, NWI, Austin Hooper, mm-hmm. I, I still feel better about the receiving options that Tannehill has got than at this time last year because, well, shoot, let let me change that, to the end of last year because we saw – that while there was lots of hope about Julio Jones, which is why take the Josh Gordon you know, audition with a massive asterisk, there was nothing there. And so, you know, that's the thing for the, you know, you just, I, I have better confidence in Robert Woods and what he brings to the table than anything we saw out of Julio Jones at all last year. And this guy's coming off an ACL.
0: He, he played, in the, he wanted to get out there and take they're, preseason snaps, Jerry. Yeah, the, 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 they're going to miss
2: AJ Brown, guys. You know, in critical moments, I, I just fear that when they need a big play in the passing game, you know, A.J. Brown was that dude. And he's going to be missed. I think, you know, Robinson and the coaching staff did a pretty good job of putting together a representative wide receiver group, and, you know, based on all the guys Teresa mentioned. But, you know, A.J. Brown was that dude, man. You know, he was, he was a big play guy. So somebody's going to have to step up, whether it's Burks or whether it's Bobby Trees. We'll see Phillips. I think will definitely help in you know third you know third and medium and third and short and obviously in the in the red zone and goal line packages with his quickness and his short area quicks like the scouts like to say. But they're, they're going to feel this AJ Brown loss. I've been I've been saying this pretty much all offseason, season and I'm not backing away from it.
1: of course you're going to miss him, but I'll say this. I I see somebody in Hooper that this team hasn't had since Delaney Walker, you know, that safety valve outlet as a tight end for the quarterback, you know, Johnny Smith, we saw him at times, but Johnny as good as he was. It just felt like there was a higher ceiling than he never reached. And that's what I think I, that's why I am much more confident. I think Austin Hooper will help alleviate some of that loss.
0: I don't disagree, but I think between the 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 Landry likely season long uh, injury and now losing AJ Brown, I mean the 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 difference between the Colts and the Titans for me, as we talk about you know divisional races and and this getting ready to start next week in earnest with Week One against the Giants. I mean, I would think at this point that you would have to favor the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC South, JB.
2: Yeah, this put this, you know, certainly uh, may nudge them slightly ahead of the Titans in that AFC South race. I, I really feel like uh, even though, you know, he's, he's older, I really think Matt Ryan is an upgraded quarterback over Carson Wentz. You know, they have a stud running back, obviously. um, And, you know, I think their defense will be improved. And I just feel like, they're fed up. They're tired of losing to the Tennessee Titans. Quite frankly, just a few years ago it was the other way around, right? The Titans could never beat the Colts. And now uh, things have kind of reversed a little bit. And so, you know, I think you bring in a guy like Matt Ryan with his leadership ability, although you do hear some stuff that maybe, you know, he's rubbing some guys the wrong way. Well, good. He's a veteran. He's a been there, done that guy, either get on board or get out. You know what I mean? And I think, I think that will smooth over as, as time goes along. So yeah, it's it's. I think it's gonna. I think it's a two horse race in the AFC South, and I think the Colts are going to be right there all season.
1: I, I'm going to disagree with you there, JB, because I'm going to need to see more from the uh, Colts. Uh, their their receiver core. I, I, they're going to have to prove to me that they can catch the ball. I got far more questions about yeah. them. And then secondly, Shaquille Leonard. Yes, he's off of the pup list. He'll start the season. Who? He, it was Darius Leonard, who's now changed his, I know it's like, dude, you you've been a three-time all pro and now you change your name. But yeah, uh, it, that guy, I didn't
2: even
0: hear about that.
1: Oh, yeah, yes. Darius
0: Leonard wants to go by his middle name this year. Shaquille, Shaquille.
1: JB, and he, even though he's been okay. in the league
0: for five years, now he wants to change the name.
1: And I he's, it was maybe John Carlo. <laughs> and, well, and and here's the thing he's coming off back surgery to help a calf issue that sends all sorts of signal flags to me he's a very crucial piece of their defense and yes i know they added stephen gilmore and you know and he was the 2019 nfl mvp but time marches on let's just see how all these old guys do uh for that team and you know they were another team that was also adding a new tackle on the outside so yeah. you know they, they've got questions you know just because Guys, just because it's the 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 the, uh, the the carousel spun around and it's a six year with a six different starting quarterback, let's just wait and see. Let's quit crowning the Colts before the first game of the year. Right, fair <laughs> enough,
0: Teresa. You're after me the way that Titans Twitter is after uh, people who <laughs> blobber on the Colts. Anyway, um, Derek Henry's not quite an old guy, but he did get a little bit of uh, a raise today and. Uh, The opportunity, it would seem, for a contract extension beyond 2024 if things continue to go the right way for him. Uh, A couple of different people reporting. Ian Rappaport, I do believe, had it first that the Titans reworked Henry's contract today that increased his pay to $14 million this year, including $9 million in a signing bonus up from $12 million that he was set to make. Now, they have moved that money from the 2024 uh, hit that he will have over to 20, or rather from the 2023 hit that he will have over to 2022, which does give them a little bit of cap flexibility with other contracts that they are potentially looking to sign. Be it Jeff Simmons, Amani Hooker, Nate Davis, any of these 2019 draft picks beyond AJ, um, who are still left on this roster to be paid, and there are at least four of them that are worth paying right now. I. The significance of it, other than to make the star player happy, Teresa, I don't know what it is, but I do think it does mean future dominoes to fall, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see one of those 19 draft picks extended.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and let's face it, Jeffrey Simmons is right at the top of that. Uh, Nate Davis, I just have a feel that uh, he's going to be a guy that they let walk because, you know, that's you you can't spend the money everywhere. And they've spent a ton of money on that defensive front. They've spent a ton of money. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Kevin Byard, you might want to take a look at him in the future. And the biggest question is going to be, what do you do with Taylor LeWan? And he's going to have to go out there this season and prove that he deserves uh, a contract to, to stick around past this season. Season because next year uh, it's going to be real easy to let him and his $14-plus plus million dollar ta- uh, uh, salary go if he doesn't go out there and show that he's one of the top le- left tackles in this NFL.
2: A lot of news. Yeah. I can't really add too much more to what Teresa said. You keep your star running back happy, like you guys said, and you create Thanks. some cap room because, you know, some guys are going to the bag. They're coming up most uh, probably first and foremost.
0: Jeff Simmons. John Burton, News Channel 5, on his way to Knoxville. A reporting on assignment. We are grateful for that. Teresa Walker of the Associated Press. Make sure you check out all the work that Teresa is doing. Guys, I appreciate your time. It was a busy uh, edition of the podcast, but glad we could make this work. Thank you both.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, Buck. And, and, and JB, I'm betting you're somewhere around Crossville?
0: I'm wearing
2: a ring, Oak Ridge. we're stuck in traffic. It's a it's a nightmare getting to the stadium, but we'll get there.
1: <laughs>
0: Godspeed, brother. We'll see you both. All right. All right. Thanks. See you soon. Thanks. Thanks, guys. All right. That's going to do it for us this afternoon on the podcast. A quick reminder, the college football season is rapidly approaching. In fact, as we tape this on a Thursday afternoon, the Tennessee Volunteers are getting ready to play a game. NFL action coming up. There's no better place to bet than Superbook Sports Superbook has lines up for every pro football game for the rest of the regular season. You can bet on those, or who's going to win the MVP, who will capture the title, or who will surprise in the SEC. You can major wager rather on every major sport, including football, in the Superbook Sports app. And when you do so, they will match your first bet up to $1,000, no matter if the bet wins, or loses. For terms and conditions, go to superbook.com. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Vols game if you haven't already seen it. If you have, I hope they kick Ball State's ass by 60 the way so many of you wanted them to. Have a great weekend in the meantime. And when we speak next, it'll be ahead of Week 1, Titans and Giants.